This podcast discusses events of a sensitive nature. Listener discretion is advised. Imagine with me for a moment. Imagine that you are a young woman, 24 years old, in many ways at the beginning of your adulthood. Imagine that you are working as a server at a hotel and one day a customer comes in. Charming. You become friendly, exchange numbers, texts. And a couple of days later, you decide to go for a date. He's a gentleman. He comes and picks you up near home. He takes you out to lunch and then drinks. Only that's the last thing you remember. The next thing you remember is waking up at 5 a.m. naked, in a great deal of pain, in an unfamiliar bed, in an unfamiliar room, in a hotel you don't remember checking into. You summon hotel staff and they bring you your phone which was charging outside the room. You don't remember becoming separated from your phone. You send a distressed message to your friends who arrive and on seeing the state you're in, quickly organize transport and rush you to a nearby hospital. At the hospital, you learn that your spine is broken in three different places and you have injuries consistent with a brutal rape. You only live for 13 days after that, and then you die tragically, succumbing to your injuries. Now for the rest of us, this is just an imagination, but for Velvin Nogari Kenyanjui, this was her reality, beginning the 23rd of February, 2021. Welcome to episode four of Murder, She Wrote. In this episode, we talk about the brutal attack and murder of Velvine Nogari Kenyanjui. This is one of the most brutal and horrifying cases I've had to research. It confirms to me that we indeed have monsters walking among us that look like normal people. Belvin Nogari Kenyanjui was 24 years old when she met her demise. She was working at Destiny Park Gardens Hotel. It was here that one day she met Joseph Kenyua Moremi. He was a customer and they hit it off. A couple of days after they met, on the 23rd of February, 2021, they met and went for lunch. Moremi picked Velvin up in Kerigiti, near Kiambu town, where she lived. Velvin, or Vesh, as she was known, accompanied Moremi to a hotel where they ate, and then later, they went to a couple more restaurants where they had drinks. Investigations by police would later reveal that Velvine did not recall anything beyond the point when they were having drinks. 
but CCTV footage shows them later at night, later that same night on the 23rd of February, checking in to Sinot's Hotel in the Kiamumbi area of Nairobi, Kenya. Now, this CCTV footage is interesting. At first glance, Velvin and Moremi look like an ordinary couple. She has a slight frame and he is a little, well, quite bigger than her. She's leaning against him. She has her hands on his chest and she's looking at him, looking up at him gently. But on looking closer, there's something chilling about his body language. He stands rigid, aloof. His hands are by his side and I think they even at some point appear to be in his pocket. And Moremi is looking down at Vesh in this weird, almost contemptuous way. This may be a very subject, subjective analysis of the CCTV footage, but given the events that unfolded that night, the scene that appears benign may not be quite so. Police investigations also revealed that a bar attendant who was interviewed after Velvin's ordeal, he reported ushering Moremi out of the hotel at around 10.30 p.m. that night. That would be about an hour to an hour and a half after they checked into their room. The bar attendant reported that Moremi said that he can't spend the night in the hotel with Velvine as he has a wife, he's married, and he left. But the reports of that bar attendant contradict, contradict the reports of other hotel attendants who reported that Moremi left early the morning of 24th February. In any case, hotel staff was summoned at around 5 a.m. into the room where Velvin had spent the night to find her in a sorry state. She was able to, at that point, then summon her friends. She sent out a distressed message to them, and they came and rushed her to Kenyatta University Teaching and Referral Hospital, where she was diagnosed with spinal fractures in three different places in her spine. The amount of force it takes to break someone's spine in three is great. And it begs the question, what really went on in that hotel room? After Vesh's friends took her to hospital, they reported to Kiamumbi police station and they filed a report. Police investigations began quickly Joseph Kenya Moremi was identified as the main suspect and he was arrested. Here the police compiled the investigations and in a few days Moremi was in court facing charges of rape. He was freed on a cash bail of 100,000 shillings and for a few days was a free man. But in those few days, Velvin succumbed to her injuries and pulled Moremi and he was now facing murder charges. He was arraigned in court and again he was set free on a cash bail of 200,000 this time. And it's difficult to find information about where the case is currently. I find this happens a lot with Kenyan cases. 
when the news breaks there's a media flurry all these stories piecing together what happened and what could have happened the suspicions and then silence but for all intents and purposes it appears that Moremi is for the time being a free man and perhaps following the case from outside walking amongst us now this story it broke on social media at around the same time it broke on mainstream media and it's interesting in this day and age that social media can be just as great a force as mainstream media and when the story broke one of Velvine's friends had contacted a popular social media account to report the fact that their friend was in hospital and she had been brutally attacked and the person who seemed to be responsible was free just out they actually had a picture of him that Velvine had sent herself this is how that social media post went the friend reports that Velvine on 23rd of February 2021 called her from a hotel somewhere where she was having drinks with someone and asked this friend to join her the friend declined because she couldn't join her she had other engagements but told Velvine to get home safe and to call her when she did but Vesh never called until the next morning when she contacted her and told her to come to the hotel to Sinot's hotel and that's when the friend uh, accompanied by other friends arrived to find her in a poor state during her time with Moremi Vesh had taken a picture of him and she had sent it through Snapchat to one of her friends now this friend had actually not opened that message it's one of those disappearing messages that you can only see a limited amount of times before it disappears and this is the crazy thing he hadn't actually opened that picture but when they found out what had happened to Vesh he opened the picture and immediately took a screenshot and that's how they already had the picture of him the thing is though by the time the story was breaking on social media the police were already following up the investigation and very soon this individual was in police custody but it didn't last he faced his charges he posted bail and he's now out Velvine Nogari Kenyanjui was a young woman with her whole life ahead of her and some brutal individual or individuals took it upon themselves to end her police investigations actually also revealed that there may be more than one individual responsible for her rape what a thing to undergo i feel like the things that happened to vesh underscore this big problem we have in our society of gender based violence and femicide and something that tells me that we are not in a good way are some of the comments that accompany posts by vesh they are actually individuals who appear to side with and even justify the brutality this young woman went through saying that young women are gold diggers he should stop doing this you know serves them right this narrative 
is not only limited to this case. Actually, in my research and in the episode um, covering the story of Ivy Wageshi, we talk about this. It's frightening to think that people with this mentality are out here interacting with women. Individuals who appear to actually not like women, appear to hate women. Men who hate women. They're out there. And I wish that every woman listening to this will be aware, be vigilant for the red flags and don't ignore any red flags. Be safe out there. Belvin Nogari Kenyanjui, may you rest in peace. And I hope the Kenyan judicial system delivers justice for the family of Belvin. Until next time, take care of yourselves. <laughs>